World View Update, bringing you closer to international or global news. In the Middle East, the U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken has made promises of an aid package to Gaza. No details on that yet, but the White House has announced the U.S. President Joe Biden will now go to Israel himself. In the same time in Gaza, the Israeli attacks on Palestinians continue. Around 2,800 Palestinians have been killed by the attacks by Israel. The death toll from the Hamas attacks in Israel 10 days ago is now at around 1,400 people. And of course, in Gaza, many people still can't get food or water, and there's no way for them to leave that area. Arina Mirasan's a researcher at the Institute for Global Dialogue. Arina, good morning. Stephen, thanks for having me. We see the U.S. and other people appealing for peace in the Middle East. The U.S. saying Israel should not start a ground war in Gaza, should not send soldiers there. Is Israel going to listen to Biden? Is Biden going to appeal for restraint during this trip? I think what's, <clears throat> pardon me, I think what's what's quite crucial at this point is that the war is moving to uncharted territory. And there are so many interests in this because, as most people know, uh, the Middle East is such a geostrategic region. It's incredibly complicated for many to understand and navigate. And there is that fear that the conflict can spiral. So there are other players in this, as you point out, there's Iran. I mean, some people say Russia's a player or a sort of player. I'm, I'm not sure about that myself. But is Biden going there to try and bring peace to the Middle East? Or is Biden going there to secure American interests? Or is there even a difference between those two things? That's an interesting point where you say, is there an interest between these two points? And let's just draw some attention to all of the other actors in relation to each other, because while this situation is happening in one side of the world and others are trying to get involved or are involved, they do that in relation to others. So you see a divided Europe and you mentioned Russia specifically. Now, with Europe's specific uh, statements where they created a lot of confusion about how Israel is allowed to apply the international law, um, there is a risk that now are they losing progress with the South because the EU now appears to be uh, garnering more support for Ukraine and among the developing world, is this you know, damaging and is this an inconsistent application of international law? Now, when you bring in Russia into the mix, Russia is now calling for the UNSC or United Nations Security Council to take more action. And overall, is this is this Russia trying to bolster some kind of uh, support for years to come? So in, this, in the meantime, even if the conflict around Gaza stops now, um, even if, if Hamas doesn't do what it did uh, again, there's still 2.1 million people stuck in Gaza. And that situation is not going anywhere because they can't leave. Absolutely. You have immense internal display, uh, displacement. You have um, conditions that are not conducive for living. And many people have gone on to say that uh, Netanyahu is actually orchestrating some kind of ethnic cleansing. Now, he's actually ramped up his anti-Palestinian rhetoric over the years. And this comes off the back of, you know, losing quite a bit of support or home-based support in Israel as well. So he has pursued a foreign policy, ignoring Palestinian rights, creating these kinds of conditions for constant tension. But Israel itself is divided over his tactics. Irina Mirasan, thank you. Researcher at the Institute for Global Dialogue. Really appreciate the time.